Hello loves, welcome to the Gorsha Guide podcast, hosted by your resident Gorsha Guide, Mahalit, but you can call me Mahi for short. I'm an astrologer, writer, and content creator who loves helping you learn how to unapologetically express your magic. The Gorsha Guide podcast is your home for finding empowerment and creativity through personal growth, astrology, spirituality, and so much more. Gursha is the Ethiopian practice of hand-feeding a loved one a bite of food, but there's a superstition that only one Gursha will actually curse the relationship between the two people, which inevitably leads to a second Gursha. The Gursha Guide podcast is my way of inviting you to tap into your fullest potential, redefining what soul-centered success looks like, and falling in love with your own magic. Join the community by subscribing and taking your first step in your cosmic journey. All right, welcome back everybody to the Gursha Guide podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. We are going to be talking about all things spirituality and astrology as it relates to branding and design. I always tell clients there are so many areas in your life that you can bring astrology to and just make your marketing that much more intentional, make what you create that much more intentional. And for the first time earlier this year, I was so excited to finally look for a web designer to update my website. Since I started Just One Gosha in 2019, I'd been doing the website updates. And as somebody who has very little technical self-taught knowledge, doing websites, it was always a headache. I always wanted to pull my hair out every single update. And finally, when my business grew enough where I could make the investment of having somebody do it, I was on Instagram looking through some accounts and kind of just paused and set out the intention of being able to connect with somebody who was not only a designer, but somebody who would understand the intention and energy behind the brand. I wanted this process to really be infused with this love and intention that I have for my business. And that's when I found Jessica from White Fox Creations. I saw one of her Instagram posts and just felt like I need to look at more of her work. Went into her website, set up the consultation meeting. Needless to say, it was such a magical experience working together. And she even had her baby... In Taurus season, which is when my business was born, a fellow Taurus son. So it just felt extra special and aligned to work with her. And since we have just stayed business friends, always in each other's DMs, always hyping each other's new offers up. And we were just talking the other week about the process and her process as a designer going from corporate to being a mamapreneur and how she brings these skills into her business and what she does. And I figured it had to be a whole episode. So please welcome Jess here with us today. Oh my gosh, you're going to make me blush over here. You already are. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. So excited to talk to you. Yes, yes. <laughs> we are going to dive in all about your background and how you started White Fox. But first, let me tell the people that one of the things that made me so excited to work with Jess is her beautiful, fiery Aries energy. I have to say, 
I attract and collaborate with and serve so many fiery women. And it's just the most fun energy in a creative space. It's so playful. It's so honest and exciting. So tell us a little bit about your background before you started White Fox. Where are you from? What first sparked your creative magic? And when did you realize you wanted to create things? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I am from Sacramento, California. Born and raised, I was actually born in the Bay Area, but I was raised in the Sacramento area. And I will say like when I first started just graphic design, I'll give you like a little story background on it. It's pretty cute. So I was in middle school and I was in the yearbook class. And one of my friends was like, oh, like you should, before I got into the class, she's like, you should join this class. She was a copywriter. And she's like, you know, it's really cool. Like you get to design the yearbook and make the yearbook. And it's like, awesome. I'm like, okay, like, let's do it. So I joined in middle school. And I remember it was like a little firm. Like I didn't know it at the time, but it was legit, like a little firm. Like I am in this class, I'm designing the yearbook. There's people writing for the yearbook. There's people taking photos for the yearbook, right? And it was like a whole little thing. And so then when I got to high school, I was also in your book and keep in mind, I was also playing soccer at the time, which was like my number one passion. I was like, I I can't believe you were doing both as like a fellow yearbook person. There's so many things in common, like Bay area yearbook, like it goes on. Like, I can't believe you did that with a sport. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So I was, I've played soccer since I was seven years old and I played through college ball. So keep in mind when I'm in the yearbook class, I'm also playing playing soccer even at the collegiate level so it was like the the balance of both of them right and she's like okay so all four years I did the yearbook and on my last year I was the editor for the sports section so I was like oh my gosh how cool like full circle right playing soccer doing the yearbook and then I turned to my teacher and I was like hey is this like an actual like thing that I could do as like a career like I really love doing this I don't know what it's called like I have no idea what it is but is this something that I can do like in college? He's like, yeah, it's called graphic design. I'm like, what? Like, hold on, wait, graphic? That sounds really intimidating. And then design, I get that part, but I'm like, what's the graphic part? So then I started researching in colleges and it's like, okay, like it's called graphic design. Like I, I just researched, look it up. And I found some colleges uh, that I, that are like nearby in Sacramento and of course, I signed up, go, and I did my AA. It was in Art New Media. So that was, I think they call it, it this was a long time ago. <laughs> so I think they call it graphic design now, but it was Art New Media back then. And um, yeah, so I went on to college and I went to Sac State and got my degree there for graphic design and got my bachelor's there. And all because of yearbook class in middle school. Isn't that the cutest little thing? Who would have known? <laughs> I I love that so much that that really helped you define what you wanted to do. Those spaces are so important. Like I found my love of writing and copywriting in yearbook, you know, and that was so know. important 
And like, I took a lot of like art classes in high school, but I kind of felt like illustrative wise, I was like, oh, I don't really like this anymore. But when I found copywriting, I was like, oh my gosh, I can write for all these different things. And it really informed, you know, what I did afterwards. I was like, I want to make sure I'm writing a ton in everything that I do. And like, it's good to have those areas just kind of like play and explore or else you would have never known that you had this passion for design. Would have never known. And it was cool because I remember the first time that your book was published and how I felt and how like just designing it for people and like putting people's pictures in there that I like knew the people. How cool is that? And then like, like actually seeing a printed version of it. Oh my gosh. Every single time. And still to this day, when I see something printed that I've done for my clients, I'm like, oh man, the feeling goes back to middle school, honestly. Like, it's so cool. <laughs> so exciting to be like, I can make something and it can just be here from my brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's great. So can you tell people what does a designer do exactly? Like, what was your experience doing this work in a corporate setting? Like, what is the day to day like? Yeah. So let's see. I'll start with the corporate background because when I got out of college, I thought I wanted to be a corporate designer. So I had an internship at a utility company. So I went in through that way, got my little internship and then learned from designers that were probably 30 years in the industry. I was the youngest one student. And so I got to really learn from them and really understand like what it is to be a graphic designer in the corporate world. So what we did in corporate is since the utility company in Sacramento, what we did was really just like promote all the, it was a nonprofit. So we did like billboards, we did flyers. They had a lot of like community events. So we did business cards, all those things. And I actually got to design the customer bill that came to people for the utility every single month. So that was a really big project for me. Um, It was huge because there was a lot of people that, you know, were seeing this bill and it was a really, really big investment for the company to make by redesigning that bill. And so I really learned a lot. I was probably there for about five years. And I remember just sitting at my desk and, you know, I was doing graphic design. So obviously I was very, very grateful, you know, going out, like being out of college and doing what you love to do is not an easy thing. And to land a job so great after right. college, doing what you love is, is not easy, mm-hmm. right? I was very grateful, but I remember just sitting in my office in my desk and I was like designing, I don't remember what I was designing, probably some flyer, billboard or bus wrapper. I don't know. But I just remember like, you know what? I want more than this. And mm-hmm. like, this is great, but it's one brand and I want to help like other people. I want to expand and like, this is a really great job, but like, I'm not fulfilled right now yes. and that's okay. Right. So I came to my husband, I think he was my, hmm, I don't know if he was my boyfriend or my fiance at that time, but I came home and I was like, Hey, you know, I'm not feeling the corporate world anymore. Like, yes, it's great stability. It's all of these things. Right. But I just wasn't loving it anymore. And as a creative, like I would always go outside the box to like create something like so fucking cool for this brand. Right. But then it was so the guidelines were so just like standard, right? It was hard to get creative. It was hard to have that outlet. And so for me, I was like, 
my creativity is like not being like expanded right now. Like I want to lean into that more. And I just really wanted to work with people and work with businesses that I believed in. Like, yes, utilities is great, right? <laughs> but, and everybody needs it, right? Yes. But at the same time, it's like, I really wanted to like make a bigger impact in the world. So I just remember going to my husband. He's like, you know, we were, uh, yeah, actually he was my fiance because we were getting married and we were getting married in like five months because I got my business license in May. And also a tourist business. Tourist so that's pretty cool. Yes. <laughs> right. Making the world so, a more beautiful place. <laughs> absolutely. So I just remember getting my business license and planning a wedding at the same time. Such an Aries and manifesting generator thing to do. Oh, <laughs> it, it don't really know. Is. Let's do it. <laughs> So I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to do both. Like, this is going to be so fun. Like, so cool. I just really want to get out of my corporate job, but I also like want to build something awesome. So of course doing it at the same time. And that's how I started White Fox. So the name came from my dog. I, I lost my dog last September, but I had Fox for 12 years. He was 12 and a half years and he was my absolute baby he was with me my whole adult life and so I was like you know what I really I wanted my values to show through on mm -hmm. like the name I really, really value family like that's a really big thing for me especially being Latina like that's huge for that culture and so I was like I'm gonna name it after my dog and so I did and oh. here we are today <laughs> still white fox never change it but I remember also too like I didn't know where to start so and a lot of you probably listening to like with business if you like our business owners it's you just don't know really where to start so I found a community online and full of other business owners and that's literally it took off from there and so I started just you know really catering to my corporate design work and what I knew how to do and what I learned in college all the professors would, you know, everything that they taught me, everything that corporate taught me. And I really just made White Fox into what I wanted it to be. And here we are. It's crazy to even talk about it like this. Like I, I feel like I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes. And thank you so much for like really pointing that out that like when you start a business, you have no idea because like so often I'll be talking to clients and they're like, well, I don't know like where to start. Like, how do I know I'm going the right way? And it's like, no one knows. <laughs> no one knows. Yeah, and nobody it's like, knows. no one knows. No one can tell you the answer. It's different for everybody. The things that people can do and make money are like so distinct to their unique gifts and unique skill set you have no idea what will be profitable for you and your energy so it's like your intuition is like the biggest thing that can help lead you and just connecting to more of yourself because like it's you can do anything especially as a manifesting generator it's like you can do anything also let me just point out I'm an Enneagram three which is like the achiever so it's like I'm stacked, you guys. <laughs> yes. And lots of 10th house placements, if I remember, like super active. Yes. Yes. Like super active 10th house. And that 
ambition and that drive paired with like a space where you get to be creative is like so beautiful. It's like you get to combine that like creative, intuitive with the more strategic and technical skill set. Yeah. Also too, I didn't mention this, but I was going through my Saturn return when I started White Fox. It was like right before. So doesn't that make sense? It really does. I started mine during my Saturn return as well. Yes. Yes. I'm like, for any other people with Saturn Aquarius, I'm truly like counting down until March. Like I am so excited, enjoying these last weeks, just showing Mm -hmm. up for it. But like, I just feel like it's going to be so epic after. (laughs) Right. You're like, let's go. I can just feel it in my bones. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So when did you kind of realize that you wanted to add a little bit of like the spirituality and the chakras and astrology and stuff into your work and your business and intentionally create space for that? So like I said, I started it through, through my Saturn return and it was a really intense Saturn return for me. There was a lot of health issues in the family. There was a lot. And so I was leaning a, a lot on Reiki healers, astrologers, mm. just like all the spiritual modalities, everything that I could get my hands on, anybody that I could meet that could help me, my family members, like all of those things. I was really leaning into that spirituality piece. Mm. And so I realized that, okay, if I need these people, other people obviously need them. Right. So I wanted to help that community and this community of like Mm. spiritual leaders, whether it's astrology, chakras, Reiki, yoga, like all those healing, beautiful modalities really just make an impact in the world. That's why I niched down. Right. Mm. And I was nervous to niche down. I will say as a business owner, it's really scary to like, oh my gosh, you're only going to serve blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like actually, yeah, because I feel like I'm just so called to it. I didn't go through the Saturn return for nothing. And this is what I learned from that. So that is like the core as to why I really like infuse astrology and the chakras and crystal magic and the moon. Like you and I started our project, I think on a full moon or a new moon. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. I was going to say, thank God you niche down and you put your values at the forefront of your brand. Cause it's like, you have business, you know, owners like me who are like, I want somebody who's about it. I don't want, you know, there's plenty of amazing website designers online, but it's like, it's some people with their business, like we care about it, not just being a website, not just being a pretty space, but actually like feeling like the business and having the energy of the business and, you know, doing things like I still like, can't believe every time I go to my website that like, there is like Amharic letters on it that like my native language letters are on it. Like that's like so mind blowing to me and is so special to the people in my audience who can see it and who can read it and have that reference. Like it's so cool that you were able to put that out there and just be like, this is the kind of person I want to work with. This is the kind of stuff I really care about. So Mm -hmm. you can make that magic really happen. Yeah. And infusing like this, the intuition piece is like such a huge, as you know, as when we did your project too, it's such a big thing because in design school, I will say like, we're taught all the strategy, 
Like it's all strategy. Cause if you think about it, graphic design is pretty much all strategy, right? Absolutely. It's like you, you're trying to attract your soulmate clients. And so they teach you all the strategy. So going through school, I knew all of that. I learned all of that. Right. And then right. now infusing like the intuition piece that my audience is so, you know, but it just like, it just makes sense to, to do that. Right. Because yes. you want a strategic website, but you also want it to be very intuitive as well. You want it to feel like you, you want it to feel like you, your brand, your values, everything that is like shining through with this, whether it's your website branding, I'm just finished an Oracle deck design. Like you want it to shine through. Right. So it's like, I had all the strategy that's perfect. And yes, I infuse that. Absolutely. But the intuition piece and the intuitive piece is like, so, so big also that I feel like a lot of people miss. Yeah, it is. And I think that, you know, school is designed to make us rely really heavily on the strategic, you know, I can mm -hmm. relate to being in corporate spaces and being in school spaces where it's like you really kind of drift away from your creativity or you drift away from your intuition and you kind of have to like rehabilitate the relationship with it because you feel like so disconnected from yourself but when you can you know finally bring the two back together I think people don't realize that like we're taught so much that the strategic is what creates success and mm -hmm. not the spiritual and then in some spaces there's even an overemphasis on the spiritual right and not the strategic and then it's like just the spiritual and just you know in your head imagining it manifesting it praying for it but like without the strategic action and aligned action with it it's that also doesn't create the same result like it has to be both yeah I totally agree with that with the aligned action like you can manifest all day every day trust me I do it but if you don't take that aligned action that's going to be really hard for your creative whatever you're trying to create like to come to life because you have to like you said you have to have both it's so true so how do you stay in touch with your creative magic? Like, what are your practices? What are your rituals? Okay, so I do have, I'm going to preface this with, I have an eight-month-old. So it's been yes. a little bit of a transition, right? Um, well, I feel like that's also, like, she's also a huge way to, like, be in touch with your creative magic. I mean, is there anything more inspiring or eye-opening than, like, being around kids who are so much closer to the spiritual than we are. <laughs> that's so true. I say that as like a limited of time. Yeah. But that's not to say that I don't include her in things, right? Like oh, if I have, sweet. if I, I know it's the sweetest thing. If, I, if I'm like, hey, this morning for my morning ritual, I'm going to say an affirmation because I'm feeling this type of way. I will grab her and we will look in the mirror together and I will say it she doesn't talk obviously but I will say it and she'll just like look and she likes to laugh in the mirror so she like looks and she just laughs oh, oh. yes but, <laughs> so cute oh my gosh just like really being intentional with my time with her right and incorporating her into everything that I do sometimes it means her napping on me and me working on my laptop right it just is what it is and I love it. that's how that's how we roll Sometimes it's me working while she's napping. Like she's napping right now. Yeah. Perfect. Right? Amazing. But staying like creative, gosh, I just, I really love what I do. Like, I really feel like this is my dharma. So I don't feel like I have to try. Like I wake up and I'm like, okay, this is the message that's coming through today. So I'm just going to talk about this. 
And whether it helps one person, whether it helps a hundred, a thousand, like I'm just going to put it out there. And so I I don't have to try. It just, it really comes like naturally to me. And I hate to say that because like, what, how does that work? But truly like when you love what you do and when you're truly living your dharma, it just is. And then I feel that responsibility to share and to impact, right? So yeah, I mean, like there's little things, right? Like I have crystals right next to me. They're all over my desk. They're all over my office. I've got my plants, my Taurus rising life, loves my plants, right? So like, I have like my environmental thing as a Taurus, right? But truly it just happens how it wants to happen every single day, however it can happen with an eight month old, truly. I love that. I love that. It's like, that is the feeling I think of just really living in alignment with your purpose. Mm. Like it gets Mm -hmm. to feel like that effortless. I mean, do you ever look back and you're like, wow, like I was like, I was working so hard in corporate or just like exerting so much because I look back to like law school and law firm days and I feel like I was working like a course like truly just like abusive (laughs) I I agree I'm literally I honestly I'm emotional I'm like way more emotional now that I've become a mother I I was gonna say I could cry about thinking of how much like all the things that I went through when I went through the corporate job and look there's people that love their corporate job right there's people that there's people who thrive hand down love right yeah and they thrive and that's my husband my husband loves the corporate world that's cool fine that's great he's in his dharma he's a gemini and he's a leader in his building right so it's like it it works and it's perfect but for me i i was put through so so much that i wouldn't want my daughter to go through that you know and i just think of that too i think of like i want to show her with what i'm doing that she can do it too Hmm. you know and she can do whatever she wants. And here's your mommy and your daddy living how they want and how like they're really in touch with all of these modalities. And maybe not, not my husband so much, but mommy is very much in touch with yes. <laughs> her astrology and all the things. He just knows he's a Gemini and he's like, oh God. But um, <laughs> but for me, it's like, oh, here's my mommy like living and doing what she does. And like, look at her talking to all of these people and impacting all these people and like Mm. right so I like I want her like that's like a huge reason for me too is like I want her to know that she can do everything that she wants and look there's going to be times that she goes through things we all do of course of course but going through the corporate the way that I I was and what I did it was very difficult for me so I'm like I do not want to be in here I'm going to change my life here I come here I am. <laughs> yeah, I can absolutely relate to that. And I think it's important to have those experiences of like seeing the opposite because then I think it helps you just really have some insight and some understanding when you like experience something different that feels better. But yeah, I I feel the same way just looking back and like it was just so soul sucking and there's people that it's not soul sucking for it lights them up and like what I love about astrology is like I feel like it shows us where we can all thrive and like what's really aligned for us like when I read for clients who have a lot of Capricorn Saturnian placements they feel super comfortable in a highly structured corporate environment and I also read birth charts for people who are like meant to make 
bank as a stay-at-home mom like as a stay-at-home just like killing it with wait is that in my chart (laughs) killing it with the passive income and just like crushing it like while being at home you have Taurus rising off the top is like I feel like in almost the same vein that like a Taurus Mars well it's like you're always trying to find the way to create financial security from a really comfortable place and that's always home it's always in a quality outfit the cotton fibers feel good it's like yeah yeah, like little things about it wearing a mama sweatshirt this is perfect (laughs) i'm really loving my astrology right now yeah absolutely in that flow but everybody has their place like in cosmic success everyone has that destiny so it's like I also think of like, you know, thank God you left corporate. Like there's somebody working that job who might love it. It is their dream come true every day. And they like could not be happier. Gosh, yeah, you really think about that. You know, what if the position that you're in is meant for somebody else and you don't know how you're going to impact that person's life. So that's a really great point. I love that. Yeah, I've just, yeah, like there, there is a place for everybody in the cosmic order. And it's like, when we stop holding on to things that like really aren't for us, we create space for people that like it feels like a full body yes for, you know, and that's so important. Yeah. So what are some tips that you have for people who are looking to work with a designer, people who are looking to get a website design, like what kinds of questions should they be asking? What should they be thinking about when I was doing this, like I was doing it for the first time and I was like, intuition, help me out. But what do you, I don't know how, how I found you, but like for those who aren't just like magically manifesting the perfect designer, what should they do? So I love this. I've actually had clients and I don't know if you've done this, but I've had clients set a prayer right before. I think it was, I think you did it. I don't Mm -hmm. remember, but I've had quite a few of you set a prayer before going on to Instagram and typing in whatever. Absolutely. You know what you guys type in like designer, graphic designer, spiritual graphic designer or brand designer and literally set that prayer and manifest it. So you can definitely go that route. And that's totally, totally highly recommend (laughs) y'all hours in research time. Say a little prayer first. Yes. Hot tip. And so, that I really love that. And then the second one I would say is looking through that designer's work. So if you have like a few designers that you are looking at, take the time and go on their website if they have one or even just on their Instagram feed if they don't have a website and looking through their work, like what have they done? Does it speak to you? What does it feel like to you when you see their work? I feel like that's a really big thing when you're looking for a designer because that's going to show what they can do. And sometimes it can show their style. And there are some designers that have different styles within each project, but then there's the designers that have like a unique style, right? And they're known for that specific style. So really looking through their work and looking through their content on Instagram, right? And seeing like, does it resonate? I feel like when you landed on my page, you were like full body, yes, right? Yes. And that's probably because I was speaking to you, my ideal client, right? Like I want to show these things like, I'm an intuitive designer. I tie in astrology, branding with branding and chakras and crystals and all this spirituality. 
and then right and then I have my work up so that you could see my work so really like looking at that is key I would say that's probably that. like the two yeah setting a yes. and, it and taking that action and looking through I, I love that also you could uh, message the designer and you can see like hey what's your process like that could be a huge thing too like are you guys going to align with right. the way that this designer works um really understanding what the process is like what you get for the investment right so just like taking the time you can schedule a call like what I do and what you and I had done is we just jumped on a, a call just to see like are we aligned let's meet each other let's see if I can help you with your project yes. so a lot of designers will jump on a discovery call with you and then ask questions and just get to know you better and get to know your business and see if it's an aligned project and those are typically free there are designers that charge for it I've seen mm -hmm. in the industry but I do them for free <laughs> and I think you have your discovery calls for free too as you do this with clients as well with your services but yeah, just jumping on the call and just seeing if you guys are aligned and going from there, really. If that energy is matched, then you're good. You saw their work. You can trust them with their either amount of content, their testimonials. That's another big thing that you can look for to is client testimonials. So yeah, I feel like those ones are pretty key for looking yeah. for a designer. I love that, especially feeling aligned with their work and their taste, because I imagine as a designer, it can be really frustrating when you have somebody who wants a completely different style, like something wildly outside of what you do. And it's like, that can be so limiting too. So, you know, I, I feel like when it comes to working with creative stuff, it's always really nice to hire somebody who's work and taste and style you really love so you can kind of like trust them and let them go not try and force a designer to do something that's not in their style at all totally yeah because honestly too you can go through pinterest and make a pinterest board and i encourage you guys to do this as clients right or even you know if you're not a client whoever wants to do branding or, or a website or whatever whoever needs help with that is go on pinterest and make a board and figure out like what style you like and then try to match that style with a designer you know so that's another piece too so yeah but if you ask a designer to do like a completely different style sometimes it's just not possible it's like no sorry you know just you know but here are some other designers that have that similar style or whatever right. so you can also get references from a designer that you may have talk to that's like it's just not aligned they probably have some recommendations and referrals so you could go that route too there's Absolutely. so many things yeah. <laughs> that's so true there's there's so many routes um what advice do you have for people who hear your story and they feel curious about what it would be like to leave corporate and maybe start their own business what would you say to yourself when you were in that corporate desk like not loving your job build that side hustle as a side hustle like keep your corporate job for however long you can build the side hustle you don't even have to call it side hustle you can be a business owner too it's that's okay too you can be a corporate person and be a business owner as well yes. a lot of people do that all at the same time <laughs> all at the, that was me I did it yeah hey. same yeah talking right <laughs> absolutely but, um, with all the other things that I've done in tandem so making sure the financial piece when you have, you know, before you leap, before you take the big leap, 
making sure that you have that financial backing so that when you do take it, you aren't just like, I have to get this client or else. And then you start like really thinking about and feeling that the, that person feels your energy of like desperation. Yes. Is that a word? Being desperate. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right? So you want to make sure that you have kind of like your ducks in a row before you take that leap. That was the biggest thing for me is like knowing, okay, I want to leave my corporate job. How am I going to do that? And having those action steps in order to do that and infusing manifestation into it, right? So you can do both. both. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. The spiritual and the strategic, you know, they, they come together. I really do. Just like in design. So yeah, that's what I would say is like the most important piece and just like, you know, you don't have to stick with that business that you leaped from or with, right? So it's like, you can change whatever business that you do. So once you have that financial backing, you can do whatever you want, you know, but yeah, just having that security, a little bit of it, at least, because entrepreneurship isn't always <laughs> secure, you know, right. it's like there's ups and flows. It is. It and does. I've seen my parents go through it. They're they've had their business for 30 plus years and I've seen them go up and down like you you just never know it's like the seasons you know it's like there is a natural flow to it which exists in corporate structures but like you just don't feel it when you're a nine-to-five employee the CEO is going through it (laughs) exactly right they're seeing the hundreds of thousands of dollars loss and you know feeling the ups and downs of that but Um, yeah it's there are seasons to everything and it's important I think take that into consideration and create room for that in entrepreneurship and kind of honoring that yeah and honestly too like you can also make sure that you have like your morning routines or your evening routines right and like dreaming up your desired life right so like I always like to do vision boards in the beginning of the year it's funny because when I was doing a vision board, right the day before I found out I was pregnant, I was doing a vision board, like pictures of a mom and her like toddler. And so I was really wanting to get pregnant at that time. And it was the day before I found out I was pregnant. So, um, you, just, you know, <laughs> oh, the power of the mind. Yes. I'm a huge fan of vision boards. I did mine just recently around the Lunar New Year. Um, because yeah. I was in hibernation mode and yeah, it's just crazy what can manifest when you put it up and you look at it and you envision it as a part of your reality. Yeah. So whether you're dreaming up your business, your dream business, and then also to learn from people that are doing it, like go on their Instagram, ask them questions if you can, if they reply, you know, but like look at people, follow people, listen to podcasts, listen to books of people that have already done it before you, because that's what showed me that it was possible. I was sitting in corporate, like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but (laughs) here I go. And I'm going to find people that just literally are doing that. And then once I became a mom last year, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to run my business and be a mom, but I'm going to find those accounts and those podcasts and those people that are literally doing it. So I can see that that's, that's possible. Those are called expanders, right? Yeah. It's like you want to have that in your environment so that you know that it's possible. If they're doing it, why can't, why not me? Yes. Right. 
Yeah. And just oh. normalizing it that like, these are normal people. Like it's not like a special yeah. unique people who get to do what you want to do or who, you know, get to fulfill your dream. Like we all have our dreams for a reason. Like they're for us, but you can just like really lose sight of that. I didn't know there was like anything outside of working in a law firm available until I met a bunch of people with JDs who had their own businesses in all kinds of industries that had nothing to do with law. And I was like, oh, there's like so many other people who do this. And it just like opens up your eyes to all the possibility. It's so true. Yeah. It's like surrounding yourself and it doesn't even have to be people in your same industry. It could be different industries. I would suggest doing like people in the same industry just because you're like, oh my gosh, like they're like the same, like they are doing the same thing as me. It's so possible. But you can follow those, like, you know, those business owners that are just inspiring and that just really inspire you and and motivate you to continue doing what you're doing and just knowing that you're on the right path. Uh, I love that so much I just realized like I always thought like astrology was this little kind of like weird explorative side thing that I had like since I was like in elementary school but I just realized even I was in law school even I was pursuing corporate path I was always following astrology accounts (laughs) oh I love that so just, just hearing you say that I was like oh wow no it was always in my field it was always in my purview on Facebook and stuff, you know, like, yeah, it was right in front of me. So I wanted to hear, I know you have a love of astrology. I wanted to hear what about your birth chart and what have you learned about astrology that help you discover your magic? Oh, that's a good one. I think for me, it was a combo between astrology and uh, human design. So for me with astrology, like lean like knowing that I'm in Aries and like those traits and leaning into like that I am meant to just take action and not think about what that action's going to be if it's going to be perfect if it's going to be this if it's going to be that just doing it is okay and that's mm. in my chart and that's okay yes. and then also when I became a mom and having that mom guilt of like oh my gosh, like I love my daughter, obviously, but I really love what I do too. And I do not want to give that up. And it's, that's not even an option for me, but having that mom guilt of like, oh my God, you know, should I not work anymore? You know, like, it's just a, of it's just a different it's a transition, yeah. but knowing that I have three placements in my career chart, I am yeah, so meant to work. Like I'm so <laughs> meant to have my own identity and my own thing. And yes. then, like I said, showing my daughter that she can do it too, if she wants. Right? If she, she wants, want. right. Yeah. You're showing her that like, it's more important to be lit up and in your purpose yeah. and loving yeah. it, you know, like if you were, you know, just staying at home with her, not running a business, but also like so drained and depleted and out of alignment, that's not useful to her either. No, it wouldn't serve anybody. There's, I just know that with having that piece of like the the career knowledge and like my north node is also in my 10th house so I'm like dude this is it it is (laughs) my drop like let's just keep going girlfriend like there's no mom guilt here we're just gonna incorporate the baby and it'll be okay (laughs) you know I love it yes yes oh I love that so much Oh my gosh. I feel like I can talk to you forever. This has been like such a great episode, but I wanted you to let people know how they can follow your work. How can they work with you? Do you have anything new you want to share with people? Yes. Okay. So you guys can follow me at whitefox.graphicdesign on Instagram. 
and then you can look through all the beautiful stuff that's on there. I kind of throw all the spirituality, of course, with the branding and the websites and the print work. And I'm coming out with a, well, I'm just designed an Oracle deck for a client. So that will be here soon. That's a really exciting one too. And then I'm actually starting a podcast as well. Yes. So my Gemini moon is ready. We are finally. Yes. Yes. So so it'll be out in the next couple months or so. I'm getting some uh, episodes edited from my podcast editor so that we can just rock and roll and do the damn thing because we are ready now. So um, that I will say just to follow me on Instagram for updates on that. So yeah. Awesome. Yes. Jess is so active on Instagram. You'll also see baby Millie in the workspace. So much good content. You'll see the behind the scenes of how she built the Just One Gorsha website, um, mm-hmm. which I don't know if I told you, I finally figured out a way to have the coffee pouring. <gasps> okay. With a video on the coaching page, like okay. with a with a video that was like just not long enough. I need to get somebody to help like speed up some of the pages, but mm. I feel like this is like a seven month dream come true and I was like I have to tell Jess that the coffee is pouring I know because we had originally we had a picture of the coffee right or we've we had did a, a picture kind of a few times. we yep. did a gif you know yep. like I love letting the creative process kind of like unfold sometimes you have an idea and it just takes eight months for it to come to fruition you know That's it takes truth. like a year like I so I love the feeling when um it feels like something is finally a reality. Yeah, so, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, yeah. I I love the new home for the website. Thank you so much, everyone who joined us. Be sure to follow Jess's work, subscribe to the podcast, and leave a review to let us know what you are thinking. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you.